What's up, everybody? If you want to see more of the Daydreamers, ask us questions and get those questions answered. Go ahead and follow us on Twitch, twitch.com slash Media. We go live every Sunday and Wednesday there on Twitch. We also record uh, the podcast you're about to listen to live. So if you want early access to all of these episodes, go ahead and go over there and listen to these. Uh, make sure you click that notification bell. Tell your friends where you're getting the best fantasy football advice. Again, twitch.com slash Daydreamer Media. Ian, drop the beat. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. I got Keone and Ryan with me. What up, y'all? What's up? The spooky season has started. Ooh. Ooh. And the witching hour was, ooh, the witching hour is real this week. a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in this past week. Ooh, goodness. Uh, Let's talk about everyone's game of the week going into week four and some takeaways we had from it. The Dolphins at the Bills. That's that's the game we picked this week. It didn't really end with the score we were all hoping for. The Bills beat the brakes off the Dolphins, winning forty-eight to twenty. Um, what were some things that stood out to you guys from this game? Started out hot, you know. I think it was Sorry. like the first five possessions were all touchdowns. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah, it was crazy. And then it's just like, oh, the Bills defense. Like both offenses are pretty on par. Or can be at least. And then it's just like, no, the Bills defense is is better. It's just way better. And it at a certain point just controlled the tempo and just controlled the game. And that's what made the difference. Um uh Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen connection went off. You've seen it before. Yeah. We'll see it again. Mm-hmm. Um it was just elite. Yeah. Uh, um, let's talk about some Bills players. Josh Allen threw for 320 yards, threw for four touchdowns in this game. Finished as a quarterback one. He also, also had a rushing one. touchdown. Yeah. And yeah. ran one in. Um five total. Yeah. I mean, mm. Josh Allen is amazing. Not yeah. not much to say about him fantasy wise. James Cook carried the ball twelve times for twenty nine yards, caught one pass for forty eight yards, and scored a touchdown on the ground. Um you know, James another Cook. another decent, like solid four weeks of being a real RB two to RB. Late or yeah, autumn and RB1. Yeah, really. I mean, 29 yards on the ground is nothing, but then the one catch for 48 yards somehow he just does it where he should be a late RB2, but does something to make him an RB1. Also, just again, it was such a Diggs Allen heavy game Mm -hmm. that it was like, I don't know, Cook wasn't going to get off in this one. Facts. Diggs caught six balls on seven targets for 120 yards and three of Josh Allen's four touchdowns um, through the air. Just four touchdowns through the air. Um, Mm -hmm. He made a nice move down the sideline to come back for the ball and then broke about, I don't know, three tackles and sprinted down the sideline for a touchdown. That play was just amazing. Um, The defender also got called for a penalty on it, held him, then Mm -hmm. gave up the pass and then Diggs broke a couple of tackles. That was just an amazing play. Uh, Stefan Diggs, really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gabe Davis, uh, another week with little mm-hmm. catches, but he scored his third touchdown in three weeks. 
Um, I don't know if you're ever starting Gabe Davis, but oh he'd my be a gosh. Great, he's a great um like DFS guy. Yeah, and it, and in, he's a great trade piece as mm. like the second or third guy. Like Man, hey, you, you want a little piece in the Bills offense? Here you go. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not gonna you're not gonna really trade for him, but he's a little addition to it. Yeah, I feel like you you never know when to start him either. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you can ever start him. Yeah, you just know there's a chance in this offense he scores a touchdown, and yeah. it's a good offense. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone else on the Bills you guys want to talk about? Uh, Damien Harris? No, you don't need him. Latavius Murray mm-hmm. is getting more work, and even Latavius Murray, I don't need. Kincaid and Knox at tight end. Uh, yeah. Streamers, really. but I don't even want them either. Yeah, no. All right, let's move over to the Dolphins. Had a, struggled a little bit um, mm. later in the game. Tua only had 282 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He's been really boomer bust this year. He was the quarterback one in week one, and then 26, then quarterback two, and then this week he's a quarterback 17. Like it's just been so up and down with the Samoan slingshot. What are you doing mm. with him? Uh, starting him every week still. Yeah. I, I don't think trust he can't. Him. Yeah. You know, his yeah, offense just, just didn't hit for a little bit. You know, yeah. Bills they got to They got to get better protection. You know, again, and this, this Bill's defense is, is very good. So they will come after you. And they did, you know, I think he got sacked a few times or got knocked to the ground. So I don't know if that's them. Four sacks. Yeah. Them getting the ball out faster or just like the coverage was really good. Could be a combination of both. But I think their schemes are really good. Like Mike McDaniels is still a very smart, like efficient offensive mind. And so they'll come up with plays to get the ball downfield, get the ball in the end zone, find ways to go to the players they need to. They did it with a chain today who had two or, you know, in this past week who had two touchdowns, like they're going to get the people, the ball still. Yeah. A chain went for 101 yards on the ground too. Um, Another big week for him. Is he the running back you want in on this Miami team? Or, I mean, Mostert only touched the ball 10 times for 45 yards total. This is his first game outside the top 20 running backs. Um, and then Jeff Wilson, eligible to come off IR this week. This is uh, a murky backfield. Listen, is AJ the guy that you want? able to score a touchdown at one point or another, <laughs> right? But A-Chain also only got like 10 or 11 touches. Like it's not like a chain was so much so much yeah, carried the ball field. eight times yeah yeah so it's not uh man it's just hard it's just hard because you you want a pieces offense again it's such an explosive offense but now you see it you see it struggle for the first time you know mm. Tyreek and Water didn't get off a chain got touchdowns yeah, so it's yeah. just not gonna happen like that all the time I, they're all flex plays like both <laughs> running backs are flex plays to me. Mm. Jeff Wilson, you're still not even uh, considering until you see him first. Yeah. Because yeah. those two look so good right now. Are they really going to go to him having more than six touches? Probably not. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, Tyreek. Tyreek Hill only saw five targets, caught three of them for 58 yards, didn't score a touchdown. You got to ride it out with Tyreek. I mean, again, this yeah. offense just struggled later in the game. Waddle, four catches on five targets for 46 yards. Same thing, right? You start yeah. Waddle or has Waddle had a good concussion. game this year yet? Yeah, good week one. I, can't I think remember. so. I yeah, think I think he had a week two. I, I want to say he's had a good game because you know it's it's there was 
Because it doesn't feel like it yet. It's, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't felt like a Waddle game yet. Oh, I mean, they've all been Tyreek Hill games, kill, yeah. but Waddle has done well in a game. Or like. or last week was A-Chain in most um, He hasn't scored a touchdown, but he's gotten, you know, he's gotten four passes or four catches in each game that he's played. That's, um, this is not good, bro. No, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's not where you want him to be. Four for 86, four for 46. Mm. Mm. He just needs a touchdown. But in Tyreek Hill and all the, and the running backs have been, you know. And can I get more than seven targets? That's the thing. Is this These are flex play numbers, and you drafted yeah. Waddle to be one of your starters. He was yeah. the third round pick. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Can I get Can I get seven targets? Like, that's all I want. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Well, it's going to be a problem. Braxton Berrios saw six targets, caught six of them, 43 yards. He's the one that scores a touchdown. 1.9% of rostered. Is he worth looking at on this explosive? No, uh, no it's, it's like, I think it's a flash game where it's like, yeah, we'll see his name pop up here and there throughout the season. But, you know, he's, it could be chosen. There will could be Cedric Wilson. It could be Smythe. It could be anyone in that yeah. third, fourth pass catcher role. He's, right. he's scrappy though. Yeah. Yeah. Real gym rat <laughs> workhorse. Exactly. You know? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach on the field. Let's get into some news. Uh, Broncos running back Javante Williams left early with a hip injury. They said it's going to be a hip flexor. He shouldn't miss much time, if any. I mean, this Broncos, That's, this Broncos offense. Unless uh, he gets hurt for one game, the offense looks good. That's what <laughs> I think. Right? When is this going to happen again, guys? They didn't even Ugh. look good most of the game. They looked really the, bad most of the game. The Bears gave it away. Yeah. Like the Bears. Ugh, hey, gosh. listen, I don't care. I don't care. They look good for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans left early with a hamstring injury. Something you're going to need to monitor. We'll do the monitoring for you. FF Daydreamers on all social media. Uh, hamstring injuries can be a crazy thing. So, yeah, especially for wide receivers. Uh, you got, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with Mike Evans. I think they're on by next week. I was, I was looking, I'm trying to find the they, they are on by. They're on by. Okay, like nice. So, you don't have to deal with that for a week. Yeah. So that's yeah. nice. Uh, Saints tight end Jawan Johnson left early with the calf injury. Not fantasy relevant. Um, maybe for Taysom Hill, get some few more snaps and bumps him up. Uh, I'm over Taysom Hill thing. <laughs> yeah, Alvin Kamara's back. back. Yeah, yeah true. Like 11, facts. Twelve targets. How many targets he get? Uh, well, I'll first? talk about him. I'll talk about him later. Oh, you will. Okay. Yeah. My bad. My bad, boys. No, no, no. You're good. But yeah, I'll, I'll tell you how many targets he got. Oh, four shots. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, Bengals wide receiver T Higgins left early with a rib injury said to be a rib fracture so he could miss time he probably Oof. will yeah I think so too. And this Bengals but, offense is struggling so much at this point I was actually yeah. going to say you might want to pick up Tyler Boyd but you might not want to until you <laughs> see Joe Burrow get going this was a yeah. good matchup for Chase and he didn't go off Mm-mm. the offense looked bad they do play the Cardinals, but the Cardinals been scrappy. So Ten, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Burrow was hit a lot in this game. Mm. Uh, that, I mean, that's what the Titans do, though. Yeah, it's true. That I, that's why we lines. benched him a lot. We were down to benching him. We didn't. We didn't love the matchup for him. Yep. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett left with a knee injury. Oof. By, the, by the time this comes out, you'll pr- we'll probably have heard more and 
about an MRI and stuff, but it did not look good for Kenny Pickett. No, he was immediately like he, you know, holding his knee. And then it it's also not good for that team. that's already struggling on offense to get Mitch Turbisky as their you know, backup quarterback. I, it sucks because Nanji, I thought, looked finally good. Mm. The run game looked good. Every run he looked was explosive again. Yeah, this but, is a couple of weeks in a row where Najee has looked, looked pretty good. But the offense is just not scoring points again. No. And uh, you're losing bodies. Again, Pat had a yep. hamstring thing. I'm not sure what, what you know, Pat Fryermuth, what's going to happen to him. But you're looking at Pickens and Harris Warren. That's left right now from this preseason offense we were fell in love with. Or I fell in love with. Also. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> I fell in love with. I tried to warn y'all. JJ's always skeptical of the Steelers. It was, it was the Wiz Khalifa. I was I was right about it. I was I was like, on it. I was just like black and yellow, black and yellow. Uh huh. It was an illusion. Yeah, <laughs> it was a mirage. Yeah, a Colts wide receiver Alec Pierce is being evaluated for a concussion. Mm. Probably expecting him this time. Not very fantasy relevant anyway. Josh Downs is the rookie wide receiver. There he's, seems to be getting more play time over him. Chargers tight end Donald Parham left early with a wrist injury. Other, players, other people to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't even play him. <laughs> he, he's not getting any targets. He was just scoring touchdowns. Not worth it. To yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Justin Herbert missed a little bit of time, um, but he did come back. He was seen wearing a splint on his left middle finger after the game. So something up with his left hand, it seems. Um, yeah, he was able dot. to return. Yeah, he threw a, dot. He threw a crazy 51 yard bomb to Palmer with yeah. it as yeah. well. It's like, dang, just to like uh, pretty much ice the game. It's mm-hmm. like, dang, that's that was nice. Um, but yeah, it looked like he like got his hand stepped on or something in a scrum, like when he threw that interception. And it's like, ooh, and yeah, um, but hopefully he gets they have the bye, so that'll be really nice to for them to heal up. Hopefully, after that, his his hands healed up, Austin Eckler's healed up. You know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Getting Eckler back will be huge for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys Rico Dowdle, the running back there, left early with a hip injury. Yeah. You know, he's had a touchdown last week, but yeah. not well, fantasy Tony, relevant yet. Tony Pollard's backfield. Yeah. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford said he suffered a hip injury, but he would be good to go next week. Mm-hmm. His words. So, whatever that means to you. Come right. on, Matt. You don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to do that with the old hip. You're old, oh, bro. Come on, you playing against yeah. the Eagles next week. It's all right. It's all right. We'll sack you some more. <laughs> Cooper Cup able to come off of IR. Could he? Could it be his first game? You know, if he does, this receiver core could be one of the best in the league. Puka, yeah, low key. Two yeah. and Cooper Cup. They all can get open. Van Jefferson moves as a four. Higby as a fifth option. Williams. Then, do you start Cooper Cup machine? if he plays this week? I'm going to start Cooper Cup. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I okay. He's he says he's in. He's in. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it it doesn't affect Puka as much as it does a guy like Tutu Atwell, mm. where it's like Tutu Atwell was benefiting majorly from you know it only being him and Puka. So Cup coming in might move him out of like flex opportunity. Um, sure, you still right. play Kyron. I, I agree yeah. with that. But yeah. Kyron to me only scores touchdowns. Like I just sure. don't think he's that. He's just not. I mean, he that, cuts a lot. He catches a lot of jump, uh, jump, dump offs. You know, which yeah, is too. yeah, true, which true, true. but you no, know, like, I think a lot of those go to Cooper Cup now. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah. 
until you it's what we thought before it's time to trade him mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. again especially going against the eagles who've been killing running backs other than Jalen Robinson. Carter just uh, coming up the middle. Oh my gosh. Brian Robinson had a good run. was running good today, but mm. before that it was pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it a couple of times here during the news by week start this week, week five, first week of buys Cleveland Browns, Los Angeles chargers, Seattle Seahawks and Tampa Bay Buccaneers all on by in week five. So if you have any of those guys, make sure, you know, Keenan Allen, you're, Mike Evans with the injury, Chris Godwin, if you've been starting him, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, those guys, uh, make sure you, you find replacements for them. Yeah. That'll do it for the news. Let's move into some awards. This first award is a player who started the day horribly, but saved it by the end of the day. This is the almost lost my cool award. Well, that's surprising. Okay. Um, I'll go with the guy who was a my guy, you know, going into the season, and then he really hasn't done much so far. And then finally, he did something in this game. Um, and thank goodness he did. And it was literally at the last second. It's Jahan Dotson. I mean, um, for like the longest time, these first four games didn't really do much. Um, until yeah, in this final, in this fourth game, finally got a touchdown that saved his day um, in the last second, literally last second, final drive goes down the field. They're on the 10 yard line. They have five seconds left. They throw a pass. It's it's um, deflected and it, they have one second left. Throw it to Jahan Dotson in the end zone. Amazing. Um, it forces him into overtime. Washington, unfortunately, loses. Unfortunately, um, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it was an exciting game. It was really exciting. It was like one of the games of the week. I think um, just a great slate of games in week four. Finally, I mean there have been, but still collectively a lot of great games. Um, but going into that, he had two catches for twelve yards on seven targets, and it really, really saved his day. I think he ended up with like twelve point seven fantasy points, like four catches, twenty-seven yards, and a touchdown. Um, not a great stat line, but definitely saved his day. And you're like, whew, that I was almost lost my cool, but that touchdown really, really saved. And you waited the whole game to get it. So there you go. A guy that almost had me losing my cool is Devontae Adams. We had him as wide receiver one, basically. I think I have him ranked there, wide receiver one or two. And he was like, zero for a bit there and he had five receptions on his last two drives he only had eight receptions a game so again most of the receptions coming in the late fourth quarter uh almost catching a touchdown which should have been touchdown they reviewed it which you know whatever back it was a touchdown yeah but uh Devontae Adams oh I really almost lost my cool there and you (laughs) didn't have that good of a week but at least you you saved at the end with those five because that that when I saw zero, <laughs> I was like, it, "We in this first quarter still? Nope, it's a second. Oh, what? It was bad. It was bad. Myers didn't get off either. So A O'Connell, not it. Bring back Jimmy mm-hmm. G. Mm-hmm. I never like I don't even like Jimmy G that much, but bring him back, please. Yeah. He'll, he'll throw it. Aiden O'Connell looks like. The mummy from the mummy mixed with that like guy who gets eaten by the scarabs, like with the weird facial hair, like they mashed them together. And that's Aiden O'Connell. Anyways, there you go. 
Right. <laughs> that's that's something. Uh, I got Alvin Kamara. So I wouldn't say he started horrible. He had like 11 points by halftime or so, something. But I really stopped paying attention to the numbers after that. He only carried the ball 11 times for 51 yards. They lost this game by 17 to the Buccaneers. So I really wasn't paying attention. Um, Kamara really saved the day, though, on receptions alone. 13 catches on 14 targets. This is what we love about Kamara is this man catches all of the dump offs. And even though you had to wait three weeks for him, it was worth it to start him up the very first week he came back. Um, worth it to draft him in those middle rounds. Uh, finish as RB8 this week. So huge game for Malvin Kamara. And you can start him up every week now. Yep. Glad I, st- glad I started him this week. Yeah, me too. That's why you got him. All right, this next award. Who is the fantasy MVP of the week? Who do you think you are? I am. I'll go first. I got Christian McCaffrey, RB1 on the week, 27 touches, 177 yards, four touchdowns, just consistent. And this week was no different. Touches the ball 20 plus times a game, gone over 100 yards in every single game. This was his first multi touchdown game, though. So. MVP numbers for Christian McCaffrey just ran all over this Cardinals defense, dominated everyone's fantasy league yet again. Well then, um, I, I had him as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, what can you say besides he is really good? Um, like even when other players have off weeks on this team, you know, like a Brandon Ayuk doesn't or a uh, George Kittle or, you know, week four, Debo Samuel, zero catches, six total yards. All through that, CMC performs every week. He shows up because so far, I think he's in like, besides being the week four MVP, he's like potentially in the running for the season MVP because he's finished in the top 10 each week. He has a touchdown in each game so far, but in week four, he outdid himself getting a total of 27 touches, 106 rushing yards, 71 receiving yards, three touchdowns on the ground and one off a pass for around 48 fantasy points, give or take your league scoring. That's just, that's a league winner right there. You know, he, he did it for you. Like if you had him and ended up not winning, that's rough. (laughs) I'm sorry. And if you went up against him, that's also rough, but this is a key definition of like, why you get him as the number one pick in the draft for these types of games for these weeks. Um, If he stays healthy, it's so worth it. MVP CMC equals MVP. I'm going to go stack it up. Two for one combo. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs are the MVPs of the week. Uh, Josh Allen having five touchdowns, three of them to Diggs. Diggs being efficient. I mean, Wide open, catching, just filthy, filthy route running, fighting after the catch, just to get extra yards, breaking tackles. And Josh Allen showed up and just let everyone know that the AFC East belongs to the Bills. Don't worry about it. You know, we all love South Beach, but we know what happens when when it gets cold. You know, it's Bills. So, yeah, they had eight touchdowns collectively. Like, that's wild. All right, let's move into our waiver wire. All right, first, anyone you guys think people should be adding that is above 45% roster so they don't qualify for this segment? Uh, Jalen Warden, uh, 60% roster. Um, the more the more weapons go down, 
the more your offense stalls up, the more important Jalen Warden and Najee Harris become to it. They're both running the ball well. Jalen Warden is a great pass. Well, not, I'm going to say great. He's a good pass catching back who's in on every third down. He gets a lot of dump offs. And if Najee goes down, you're getting a guy who's probably going to get 100% of the work in the offense that will give your running back 20-plus touches. You know, So uh, we've seen it multiple times. Jalen Warren's a guy that could win a fancy league if Najee Harris goes down. I like that. I got Joshua Palmer, 46.4% rostered. We've seen it. Joshua Palmer <laughs> is more of the Mike Williams replacement than Quentin Johnston. Saw eight targets in Sunday, 77 yards, like he only said. Um, caught a 51-yard ball down um, in the fourth quarter. Third and long, just a great play by Justin Herbert, getting the ball to, to Palmer there. They did take a couple of shots down the field to Johnston this week, but it's clear that Palmer is more the target guy for Herbert and for the Chargers running on more routes than Johnston. I think he could go ahead and go at him. Well, it seems that JJ and I have a mind meld this this podcast because I also have Joshua Palmer um, just over that 45% mark. Um, he's seen an uptick in targets. He had seven in week three, which was more than he saw in weeks one and two combined. And then he had eight in week four. Um, You know, he's getting more opportunities as they go along and it will, you know, I think you can pick him up quietly because he's, they're going into the bye in week five, but get him then before, you know, other people think about him because people are going to be like, Oh, bye week. You know, I don't have to worry about chargers players or or whatnot. Um, So get him. They come out of the bye week in a tough matchup versus Dallas, but he's going to be a guy you can play the rest of the season with Mike Williams out. Um, And he's going to be the number two option. Also, after they come back from the bye, Eckler should be back. And Eckler, I think makes this team better just as a whole. It, It runs more efficiently and it, in doing so, that offense is more efficient, and so there should be more opportunities for just this offense to go off. And he always has a good chance to get a touchdown. So, yeah, Palmer is a is a great pickup. All right, who is someone forty five percent or less rostered that you would be adding this week? I got two receivers. I'm gonna say it until I'm blue. Romeo Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs. I don't understand why people do not pick him up. Why week one? Why receiver fourteen? Week two? Why or sorry? Why week three wide receiver 17 week four wide receiver 11 this guy puts up numbers they go against vegas by denver minnesota the rams which is a great matchup but then pittsburgh chargers and detroit listen he's the number two in this offense i know watson's coming back and be healthy aaron jones is coming back and be healthy but i think dobbs is has great hands he gets open he earns targets I like Jalen Reed too. I like offense as whole. It, it seems like it's really getting started. And I know it was a lot of it was in garbage time, but Jordan Love was looking for Dobbs a lot. And if he Dobbs gets that touchdown when he sneaks in the back of the end zone instead of throwing that pick or love instead of love throwing that pick, it's gonna be a huge week. And then guy who just done being suspended because all the gambling, Jamison Williams. Hmm. He is going to be back. So he's coming back a couple weeks earlier. And 
if Cleef Raymond and Are you giving us all your all your guys right now? You're not gonna <laughs> oh, I was, just, I was going two in a row. I was just no, going two in a row. Come on, give us I was getting hot. Romeo Dobbs is my number one as well. So let's nice. just add oh. on that. 33.9% rostered. Well, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Come on, I man. I thought you were gonna give I thought you were gonna give us both Green Bay wide receivers. He's switching oh. teams and all. Come on. Uh, I was going too hot real quick, no, bro. I was no, feeling no. it. I'm like, uh, you know, Romeo I was Kobe. Is- I was passed off the backboard myself. Yeah, but the thing is, Romeo Dobbs is way different than J- J- Jamie Williams. He needs to be set on a different tier. You can't add those two guys together. Mm-hmm. Romeo Dobbs is the guy that you need to go add this week, in my opinion. 13 targets. Yeah, playing from behind. Caught nine of them, 95 yards on Thursday night. Um, even with Christian Watson, who was the one that got the touchdown, you need to go get Dobbs three or four weeks inside the top 20 wide receivers. Like Ryan mentioned, bye weeks are happening. This is a guy that you can go pick up and start right away through these bye weeks. So bye weeks, speaking of them, you know, it's a huge bye week for a a major quarterback in Justin Herbert, who's going to be on a bye. So a quarterback that you can pick up off waivers that I think is performing tremendously given his circumstances is CJ Stroud. The rookie, one of the the rookies, 30.7% rostered, looking like, honestly, the best rookie of the bunch, potentially, like just a pure quarterback. He's averaging over 300 passing yards per game, and he has zero interceptions. That's incredible for everybody, you know, talking all that smack on him, you know, coming into the into the season. He's outperforming, you know, and they're still the Texans, but they have viable weapons in that offense. He's made Nico Collins like a top wide receiver and he's just a really good quarterback. He's performing well. He's being consistent and he's not making mistakes. Um, I can see him doing well over the next two weeks. They face Atlanta and then they face new Orleans, which are kind of like mid-level defenses. And he's just a solid quarterback. Who's going to put up decent numbers. He's finished in the top 13 in the past three weeks. Like he's been a wonderful surprise and he would be a great waiver wire pickup. If you're out a quarterback going into week five, would you rather play CJ Stroud or Jordan love versus the Raiders? That is a, and I just a, want to know because I, I had Joe Burrow in a couple of leagues and I can't play him anymore. I'm at the point where I can't do it. So I just want to know your personal opinion. CJ Both are available. Mm-hmm. Uh, they face Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay, here's here's what I will say. If you're looking for a quarterback who's going to have the week a, right a, there. a solid floor, like a good, like he's going to get you around 20 points, I'll go C.J. Stroud because he's been fairly consistent. However, I think if you're going for like a boomer bus guy, Jordan Love is more of that, of like he can perform really, really well and get those, you know, three touchdowns. Um, and I think the know, Raiders were going to get killed by Chargers until Justin Herbert her finger kind of had that weird second plus the chargers so i don't know man i think i i think i want to pick jordan love on the boom but i do like cj stroud too it's 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 iffy yeah i think both have their have great qualities you know it's just what type of quarterback do you want for the week yeah the the raiders give up a lot of touchdowns but people don't pass on them a lot like they've given up the second most touchdowns um through the air but they have like the fourth least passes even thrown on them so. I'm also worried about like a guy like Mason Crosby, you know, getting through that that backfield or that that low line Max and just Crosby. getting to Jordan Love. 
Max Crosby. Yeah. Max Crosby, I mean, I'm sorry, not Mason Crosby. Yeah, Mason Crosby out there kicking. Because <laughs> matter hashtag. I'm gonna kick the shit out of you, Jordan Love. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Jameson Williams. I do like this. So let's hear okay. hear about it. So, Jameson Williams, uh, the gambling is done, suspension thing is done, whatever got one week early. All the Josh Reynolds and Cleef Raymond targets could be going to this guy. Remember, he was 12th pick two years ago. He's explosive, fast, um, great after the catch, great deep threat. We've only really got a taste of what he could really do. And I don't, the thing is, Laporta and Brown are like the top two targets there, but it's just something to have where you, you have this guy who could be. Uh, outside deep threat Deshaun Jackson where this guy catches three balls for 130 yards and a touchdown because he had an 80 yard touchdown he's so good he is so good that people forget he destroyed Alabama with Bryce Young like this is why he became the guy who was drafted with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson all in the same tier so the talent is there I'm not 100% the role will be the week one like or well sorry week five but by week 10, could it be there? Hell yes. And could he be a league winner at that point? Yeah, that's what you're shooting for now. We're not shooting for weekly starters. We just don't. I mean, we're hoping for great plays in the future at this point for me. I mean, against Carolina next week, that is a good matchup uh, for them. He, I mean, I'm just worried. I don't think I play him on, on his first week back just because. No, but you know he's you know, going to get a design deep, deep threat. He's, yeah, he's getting a shot. He's, he's going to. Yeah, yeah. What Gabe Davis is, he's better. Uh, think of what Jordan Addison has done throughout this season. Better. Three targets, but catches a deep touchdown, post for a touchdown, but just yeah, faster. I thought Jordan Addison do more too, but he hasn't. Yeah. But, but I mean, he, I mean he's, he's been a little up and down, but catches touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like it. Jameson Williams. All right. My next guy, Michael Gallup, 42.1% rostered. Um this is a rough week to find people on the waiver wire, really. Gallup picking up a little steam for this Cowboys offense. We've seen Brandon Cook's age uh, show, really, now. Um, back-to-back weeks for Gallup with six-plus targets, catching five-plus balls each week. Went for 92 yards last week, then 60 this week. Hasn't scored a touchdown yet this season. I think that'll change at some point. He's not really going to be the touchdown guy. Um, I don't know if you can start him against the 49ers next week. That's a really Tough defense, though, if they do struggle anywhere, it is in that secondary. Um, and I assume that the Cowboys will have to be passing the ball a lot. I just feel like we all thought it was going to be Brandon Cooks coming into the season, but Michael Gallup has shown that he is the second wide receiver that you want in Dallas. And so I think you can go ahead and go at him. Jake Ferguson as well in there. Hey, that's who I have. I got Jake yeah. Ferguson. Sorry. That's another I just, no, I just cowboy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, he's... 24.1% rostered, and he's had seven targets in the three of the four games this season. He's caught all seven for 77 yards in week four. Um, like we've said before, they throw the ball a lot to the tight end in this Cowboys offense, um, and they've been doing that for for years. Um, Ferguson has, I think, the potential to finish, you know, depending on how his season goes, as like a type, top 10 tight end. Um, but and if you're unsure about like your current tight end or you stream week to week, I think he can be a guy who provides some consistency in a position that start bench known. cut. Kyle Pitts, 
Fergie or uh, Jake Ferguson and Sam Laporta. No, Kyle Pitts just he's vanished <laughs> to thin air. Um, Sam Laporta, you said Laporta. Yeah, the start. And then Ferguson, I have to bench just because I like Laporta better than Ferguson. But yeah, get rid of Kyle Pitts. I, that's easy for me. So yeah, I'm right there with Keone on that one. That's exactly the the one that the way that I go. Mm. Um, I have a third guy who's kind of a long play sort of guy, like long term season aspect. Although I think you can maybe play him early, but who knows? It's Michael Wilson of Arizona. He is one point four percent rostered. He had two touchdowns in week four. Don't expect that to happen all the time, but he had seven targets, which is pretty good for an Arizona team that looks better than what we had imagined going into the season. And he caught all seven of his passes in week four. And he's had, I mean, he's only had 16 targets, but he's caught 14 of them. That's really good with three weeks catching all his targets, like every single pass thrown to him three weeks in a row. He has caught all of them. Um, so he started a bit slow. You expect that from rookie wide receivers. Um, and he's also done it against really tough defenses in the Cowboys in San Francisco. Like this is a scrappy offense. This is a scrappy team that is way better than we thought they would be. And I think he can be, you know, as the season progresses, a quietly good flex play as, as they go along, you know, he'll build his confidence. They'll build a rapport with Josh Dobbs. Who's, you know, has his Jersey now in the team store you saw that but it's i I think again wide receivers as they go along rookie wide receivers they get better as the season progresses i think michael wilson is going to be one of those guys so get him early and then see how his season goes play him in a few in a few a few weeks or maybe the whole season we'll see how it goes yeah i like michael wilson i I had him as well as an honorable mention for me um i wanted to find a running back for my list there's jaleel mclaughlin For Denver, carried the ball uh, seven times for 72 yards. Javante might miss time, but if he does, I think that they go with Samaj P. Ryan. I don't think it's Jaleel. Um, so I'm going to give you Tajay Spears again. Second week in a row, 20.2% rostered, um, especially add and stash kind of guy if you have Henry. Uh, and he's the pass catcher there for the Titans for whatever that's worth. Um he had a broken play that he cut back and took down the field. He just showed good vision and was athletic enough to make a play out of nothing. Tannehill also caught a block downfield on that play for him. So good on Ryan Tannehill showing that he, he's not giving up. Um, I don't think you can start him anytime soon, Tajay Spears. But if you have room, he's a good player. He's athletic. And if you have Derrick Henry, if Derrick Henry ever goes down, he's going to be the, the running back there in Tennessee. All right. Anyone you guys are dropping? Ugh. Tyler Algier. I, I I hate I had I went to the season with so much hype for Tyler Algier. You know, he was like, it's like, oh, yeah, they run the ball enough to to make it him and B. John Robinson both viable. And B. John, like after week one, B. John has not only taken over the RB one spot, he's basically taken over that entire backfield all to himself. The entire offense, pretty much. I, yeah. Because it's it's an all income. He's like a, a a black hole. And I guess I don't know, but in a positive way for himself, um, we're proud of the rookie, you know, good for you, Bijan Robinson. But Algier had like finished as the RB four in week one. And it's like, yeah, all right. He's doing what, you know, and then he has just fallen off a cliff and hit rock bottom, you know, much like SpongeBob. He is going to have to figure something out because 
since that first week, he's finished as the RB 49, RB 48, RB 57. I do you just keep waiting for him to produce, especially when, you know, he is down to less than 10 touches a game and you just can't do that. It's at this point, it's just, you're, you're hoping maybe for Bijan to get injured, but we never want that. That's always like, no, that's always a, like only if that happens. And it's never, we don't want to have that happen. You never seek that out. So drop Algier. I think you can safely drop him and hopefully something comes better down the line. Otherwise he is in a, not just darkness, advanced darkness. Yeah, just slowly getting less and less touches, too. It's, it just shows the way that the offense is going. Uh, I got A.J. Dillon. I don't know why you need him still. Aaron Jones came back, and it's clearly Aaron Jones' backfield. So what are you holding on to him in case Aaron Jones gets hurt? Well, we saw Aaron Jones miss two weeks, and Dillon did nothing with it. Does, doesn't score touchdowns, hasn't scored one all year. Um, hasn't gone over 3.7 yards per carry in a game. I just I don't think you need AJ Dillon on your roster. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, guy I'm dropping, um, just hasn't gone as explosive as I want in his offense. I mean, four catches, but him and Dawson Knox aren't really just they haven't really been fancy relevant this year. Um, Sky Moore, another guy. If you had him, drop him. I mean, I've I dropped him most leagues, but you know. Uh, yeah, I, that's it, really. I don't know. I I don't have a ton of people on my team that I'm really keeping, or that I have that you know I don't actually need at this point. You know what I mean, yeah, not, not a huge uh, add and drop week this week. I feel like Romeo mm-hmm. Dobbs is is really the guy that I really want. And yeah, then, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah like you... streaming streaming quarterbacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, that'll do it. For the podcast, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, we record these on Sunday and Wednesday nights over on Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamer media. So come hang out with us there. If you guys have any questions that you guys want to hear answered at FF Daydreamers on all social media and head over to our website, fantasydaydreamers.com, daydreamermedia.com, either work where we post our rankings every week. So about halfway through the week, sometime after our Thursday podcast drops, We'll post rankings up there. Uh, get you guys going for next week. You guys got anything else to plug? Um, I don't know. It's just exciting that football's kind of, we've gone through the little bit of the rough patch and we're getting good games again. So that and stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.